Grip Racing presents Show Us Your Tips Midweek Preview. Uh, here we are, as we are each and every week, twice a week. Uh, free tips with progripracing.com.au. Check them out for their free tips and extensive guides as well. Plenty of news happening as we head into day two of the championships. Beaver, how was day one? Yeah, not too bad. It was a bit tricky in parts, mate. Um, kind of had an interesting day. Struggled a bit early, then... Hit me straps uh, middle of the day. That uh, uh, probably gave most of it back uh, towards the end of the day there. So yeah, just couldn't couldn't strike the last blow to um, top it all off. But uh, it wasn't too bad overall. Yeah, we the couple of uh, bests we we nailed all our bests I think. But I think Randwick played wetter than I thought it would have. I thought it might have dried a little bit more, yep. and that disadvantaged a few I, I liked and. Um, Good days racing, but um, yeah, probably just on the wrong side of the ledger, which happens. I guess we dust ourselves off and get back to some midweek stuff, and we'll have a quick look towards day two at the end of this, and um, be back later in the week to discuss the full card there. So, um, oh, quickly, uh, your thoughts on uh, I guess the derby. I guess the main one would be Montefilia backing up into the Oaks, yay or nay? <laughs> Oh, look, I think Montefiore's run was a pretty good one. It got, it got stuck on the inside, and I'm not sure the inside was the place to be no. um, by that time of the day. And so I was struggling to get a gauge through the actual run. I think most of the winners sort of got out to the middle of the track uh, for the best part of the day. And so yeah. maybe it just wasn't in the best part of the ground. Uh, but again, it worries me when that happens, how much... It takes out of them. You know what? Um, um, and it wasn't an easy run. You know what the winner had on the rest of the field, which I missed, and also in the uh, the staying race, the twenty four hundred meter run that already had the run over the distance, yeah. and I guess that counted. And same as Quick Thinker, I was keen on it last week, and then yes, now, you were. Now it had the run. Um, I jumped off, and I should have stuck one more. And I think it's a big, a big tick heading into this week. Um, but yeah, I thought that was an interesting one, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, 2,500 metre lead up for the 2,400 metre races always always seems to, to pop up. Um, very smart Sydney form analyst hammers that point a lot. So um, yeah, I thought I'd mention that. Yeah, but that. The, 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 one of the girls racing against the boys and backing up to the girls after a tough run, mm. yeah, just just worries me how much uh, uh, of a gut buster it might be. Well, the, the thing is the lead up was a gut buster. How many rows went nearly at cleaner speed? And three-year-old fillies yes. don't often recover from that in a, in the space of two no. weeks. So it's sort of a, <laughs> there's there's question marks on both sides of that form. So I'll sit down and do that tomorrow. Yep. But that's the one race I've been scratching my head about because yeah, if it was a, if it was a, a Lloyd Williams stayer, for example, off that hot pace backing up two weeks, I'd be really keen. But three-year-old fillies. Less, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I have to have a, a deep think about that and um, see how we go. Uh, but the fields are out already. Um, my other girlfriend probably is back, so I'll probably be sucked in there as well. But we'll talk about that later in the week. And Nature's Trip was outstanding. Uh, we probably, we both read that a little bit wrong once it got the com- couple of quiet sectionals. It was never going to be beat, really. Um, no, that's right. Uh, it was just way too good. Uh, produced its best and... Uh, when Nature's Truth does that, we saw what it can do. Um, just, you know, for me, I've 
probably back major strips some really good times, but um, it's hurt me on a couple of occasions and uh, just wasn't sure where it was at, but uh, showed me where it was. Yep. Yeah. What do you do? Anyway, let's move on. Let's get to Hawkesbury tomorrow where we've got good track racing. The rail, I believe, is out, out three metres. So generally at Hawkesbury, it's no disadvantage being on pace since they've moved the uh, winning post back um, on pace and up. So if if it's not on pace, it's down right down the outside fence, which is how it played um, similar setup here yeah. back in October. So we'll watch for that early. Uh, do you have any thoughts? We've got a couple of two-year-old races to kick off. Um, did you have a thought in the first with the boys in a two-year-old? No, I didn't. I left that alone. It was a bit too hard for me, and the second was pretty similar. Yeah, I thought... The market's probably right in the first with um, AC Dynasty. I liked the big improvement for between the two trials. It really trialled quite well off um, into that second trial. Uh, quite dominant and just on pace. The other interesting one there, I think, is Briggs, who debuted uh, back in the Clockwork Classic. Went around about $8 and has trialled pretty well for the Snowden since, and I think might be the danger there. Yeah, the girls in the uh, in the partner race, um, just, yeah, too hard for me. Too hard for me there, so... We'll get to race three, the stain contest. You got something for us here? Oh, look, uh, tricky, another tricky affair. Uh, I generally don't get too excited um, by these staying races, and this has done nothing to get me overly excited as well. But I probably thought the favourite looked hardest to beat here. Uh, it's third up after a spell now, so should be rock hard fit for this 2100 metres. Uh, it was a pretty good run last start behind what I thought was was a decent race and um, Plesk was quite a good winner uh, going well and Highmaster just the same. It's, it's it's going all right as well. So, look, I think it probably looks hardest to beat in this small field. Yeah, I um I was I was with you. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. late, I thought Lady Loves to Gamble was the main danger of being on pace, but I think this is a nice race for Relucent. It's, um, you touched on the form through that first up race. Last time at 2000, it... Uh, one on protest against accountability down at Canberra, uh, which is good enough form for this. So, yeah, I'm saying if the market's right here in favour, it'll be the one to beat. Race number four is my system update. The uh, three and four-year-old benchmark 72. Uh, cracking race. And I think we see a nice horse coming, well, coming to Hawkesbury at least. Uh, majestic shot. Look, has looked pretty impressive in all three. Or four of its runs, and um, last time ran some really good numbers to go with it. So I think it's a serious horse coming here. What is it now? It's into 2.30 now. Uh, Going to be hard to beat. Yeah, 100%. Uh, strong well enough out in seven. Uh, Collops aboard. Yeah, it looked pretty hard to go past. I thought the one over the odds, it, was, it wasn't great first up, but if it brings its best form, Bellucci Babe can... Be the one yeah. to get on pace and uh, give him if it is paying that way. Will be was fourteen dollars last night. Ten to ten, uh, will be the one to it'll have to get past. Um, bring some actual Sydney form here, and uh, it was a bit weak first up, but it'll be better for the run. And that uh, silly in the dreaming did go like a rocket, so um, you probably forgive that first up there. Yeah, thought the same, mate. But uh, yeah, it looks looks a pretty nice bet. Uh, we've got the boys' equivalent again, benchmark 72, race five. Uh, what do you like? Yeah, hard to go past Exo, boom here. Uh, another good horse, uh, resuming. Uh, look, it's drawn the, the one gate, so it should rail up and lead again. 
and uh, if it produces some of the form it had in last preparation, uh, should take account of these, I would have thought. Trolled okay, uh, didn't overdo it. Uh, and before it went out for a spell, was winning by some good margins, albeit at some other, you know, Kembler and Wyong, but uh, was beating them quite comfortably. So this looks a very, very winnable race first up. Agree. Um, trial's good coming back for this. I think I think this has got a Queensland written on it. I think they'll be heading up somewhere yeah. like that in the next few months. Uh, good luck to a friend of the show, another share for Carol here. Uh, she's got a share in Harmony Rose, she's got a share in this. She had two winners at Gosford last week, so she's going all right in life. Um, good luck again there. Uh, I thought the danger, if there's any, was um, Waiahaha Falls. I thought that was a good win on debut at Kenzo. It wasn't in the complete A1 part of the track and came out underneath them, but was pretty strong. Um, I think they're the two. And, uh, but, yeah, I think this favourite might be a good horse. The uh, the girls benchmark 72 again over 1,300 metres. Uh, easy day for the barrier attendance this week. Um, do you like this race at all? Not an overly big fan of the race. I thought the main uh, horse to beat here was... Fanomi, uh, thought its uh, runs in this time have been pretty good. Uh, it was first up, ran a nice second, came out in one second up. Third up, uh, chased home some decent horses there uh, and wasn't beaten very fast. So, look, I think it drops back in grade here. Uh, one, it's Hawkesbury, two starts back, gets the three kilo claim from Campbell Rorilla. It's six dollars fifty. I think it's probably the best play in this race in a pre-open race. Uh, by default, yeah, I didn't like the race. I had it probably on top. I actually would have tipped Canadian Spice, but it's it's been scratched. I've just noticed. Uh, so I'll keep an eye out for where that goes next. Uh, the rest of the race uh, didn't overly interest me too much. So sort of by default, uh, Campbell Wheeler taking some weight off as well. I'll, I'll agree with you there. Race seven is a seventy-eight over the fifteen hundred meters. Uh, yeah, not a not a exciting race either. We've got a winner though. Yeah, mate. Look, I've gone for Ruby Tuesday. Uh, again, uh, I thought it hit the line really well last start. Uh, behind a horse that came out and won on the weekend yep. in the in the likes of Jewess um, at Warwick Farm. Uh, probably prefer the bit longer straight and a bit, bit more spacious track here. Um, it was only a length and a half off it. Darling Diamond ran second. So that's a better, far better quality race um, than what uh, meets here. Uh, Tom Marquardt aboard, drawn at seven, probably settling just off pace, midfield, hopefully come down the middle of the track and uh, might just be the one that uh, can finish over the top of him. Cool. Uh, I was going to give Mighty Bill, forgive Mighty Bill's failure at Canterbury when it was uh, long odds on uh, six weeks back, trial since, freshen up, uh, back to this, uh, yeah, back to a track where it can probably get a bit of space in not an overly strong race. I was happy to, to give it another chance. Uh, I thought it had, again, another horse heading to Queensland before that failure at Canterbury, which uh, sometimes happens at Canterbury. So happy to forgive that. And yeah, it was the... coming back in distance, yeah. uh, which also probably suits. Yeah. So I think freshen up, yeah, six weeks off, trial, back in distance. Uh, can run well here. And the last yeah, of the... certainly the two to play, yeah. nine and ten. Last of the day is the 1,100-metre sprint, benchmark 72. 
for five-year-old and up horses, so not a not an overly strong contest. Um, so we see a lot of bush stuff here. I thought, um, it's not, you know, it's three wins from 23 starts, but I thought Invincible Lad, it's hard to beat here. It actually has some metro form. Uh, just missed behind El Coyote, just missed behind Mossman Gorge, who, you know, we know what we get with that sort of horse. Uh, just missed behind Frozen in time at this track, so... Trial was nice resuming here, and this is, as I said, essentially a bush race, uh, and I thought around $6.50. Tommy Berry does ride Hawkesbury pretty well. I thought it was a good way to finish today. Uh, the other one I would have had clearly on top, except I get a bit weird about Jess Taylor sort of in these metro races. It would have been Nick Tock. It's just going to go straight to lead, and they're going to have to get past it. So, yeah, sort of the two for me in the last. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I, I led to Nick Tock. Um for the obvious reasons, I think it will get out in front. And it's won its last two. Uh, really nice win last start at, at Wellington. Uh, it's led him a merry dance and won very well. But, you know, three starts back uh, was at Canterbury. Uh, was double figures odds and finished sixth, uh, but only four lengths behind. Star Spangled Road, Rodeo ran second in that. And we know how well it's going. Um You'd certainly think that would win this race fairly comfortably. So uh, I think its form of recent times going off that and then following up with two wins, albeit Gosford and Wellington, this is, as you said, more of a bush race. Um, I think it could be hardest to beat. Perfect. Yep. Um, yeah, as I said, um, sort of agree with you there. We'll sum up for progroupracing.com.au. Uh, sum up your thoughts at Hawkesbury. Yeah, look, my best bet of the day comes up in race five, number nine, Exoboom. I think it's a good horse on the way up, the hardest to beat. And my value bet comes up in the last, race eight, number five, Nick Talk, around the $6 mark. My best as well would be Exoboom. And uh, I'll make my value, I'll go against you, uh, Invincible Lad. But I think they're the two, I think both at the price, you can back both of them each way and be pretty happy. Uh We'll head down to Bendigo, where uh, it is good track racing. Rail is in the is out eight metres, actually. So just look for any on-pace sort of bias there, but Bendigo's generally pretty good with that. Um, we're kicking off with a few maidens. Where, where do you sit your first bet of the day? Yeah, my first bet of the day is I, um, comes up in the first, uh, in the form of the favourite fan club, about even money. Uh, first up was, was pretty good. Um just probably ran out a bit of uh, fitness there. Uh, first up over the 1,400 metres, uh, loomed up, but the, the winners were just a bit too strong in the straight. I think it'll strip a lot fitter for this. And if you go back three starts where it finished second to uh, Hasseltoff um, at Pakenham over 1,400, I think that's good enough form to win a maiden class race um, of this nature. So for me, fan club, uh, very hard to beat in the first. Great. I'll head to the the second, which is another maiden over eleven hundred meters, and um, and tip the Hawks horse. I haven't had a great deal of luck with these Hawks first starters in the last two weeks, but um, she's booming. She's trialled pretty well in Sydney twice. It now goes down to Melbourne, I assume, looking for dry tracks. Spirit of Boom Philly, and um, doesn't have to be a world beater to win this race. And um, so I've got she's booming number eight on top in race number two. Anything to add here? No, nothing to add for me, mate. Uh, race three is the two-year-old race of the day. A lot of unexposed stuff. You letting this one go as well? Letting that one go, mate. Cool. Yeah, uh, Al Ray uh, did debut 
in, in town behind Arcaded. So has to be, I guess, respected. But when you've got so much unexposed stuff, it's, yeah, not a betting proposition. Race number four, the 1,100 metres, benchmark 70. Zorro Dream's been one of yours over the uh, months. Is it one here for you today? It's not, mate. Um, yeah, this is this was a really tough affair because mm. uh, there's a few horses here that, that I've uh, tipped in the past. Um, I thought Madeir looked really hard to beat. Um, it's flying, but it just seems to be getting too far out of its ground. Yep. Um, and it's, it's a horse that keeps saying next start, next start, next start. Um, which certainly worries me with with a with a horse of its nature uh, it does get the eleven hundred, which I think that's the the, the more suited distance. Uh, so probably one more chance for it here to to win uh, with Craig Williams aboard. And I thought the main danger was um, it's kind of magic number five. Um, just hasn't come up the last last prep. It only had the one start uh, and was put out for a spell, and then prior to that, it was pretty similar. Um, so it's had a bit of misfortune the last two preps. But if you go back to the prep before that, um, it was starting favourite and winning some good races around the likes of Mooney Valley um, in the city and beating some decent horses. So uh, if it can come back to its best form, can win a race like this easily first up. I was, I'm with you with Modia. Uh, I like out to 1,100. I think it's, well, it suits it better than the 1,000 it's been stuck at. I like Bendigo, where it's been at Sandown, which um, isn't always great for it. And, or isn't always great for making ground, especially the last few weeks. And I like that Talia hopes off and Craig Williams goes on. I think can hopefully posse up close enough. It was, um, at least to the eye, it was uh, a big, a massive run last time. Yeah, home in just under, mm. home in under 33. And was just given none and, and rocketed home. Craig Williams is good enough to hopefully get this close enough and get it into the race. I think um, I'm with you that I think it's one of the better bets of the day, actually. Or I think about it. Yeah. Uh, race five is the staying contest. Uh, benchmark sixty four of the twenty two hundred. Um, I'm defaulting as I, I tend to do to the lightly raced one here. Um, Poppy Joan, pretty nice win last start. Yeah. Um, just plugged, charmed in, and sort of plugged and, and ran away with it. Um, back onto the dry, maybe a concern, uh, but I think. Um, all of these have had enough convictions where I can go with some fresh blood. Mockingbird will lead and was, was okay behind uh, the horse he found in Yoando. Uh, I suppose that raises the other form line to look at, but uh, just thinking fresh blood here might be the way to go. Yeah, I thought the same, mate. Um, this isn't a strong affair, and its last start uh, win was pretty good, pretty dominant. So if it's a horse on the way up and certainly has the upside in a fair like this, so I went the same, mate. Benchmark 64 over the mile is race six. A couple of scratches have come out, I've just noticed. We've got uh, a lightly raced one from one of your favourite stables, stables up against some exposed horses here. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. I'm giving Kenzai another chance here. Uh, just doesn't go a yard in the wet. Uh, I've heard Michael uh, Nigel Blackiston talk about that, that just doesn't go at all in the wet. It copped the mid uh, Mid-meeting shower last time in at Sandown, so you just forget that run, um, where Craig Williams sort of looked, knocked, didn't knock it around once it was never going to be a chance. Uh, Three-week freshen up, back in distance, Williams sticks. Uh, if you go back two starts across the line with Rebel Racer, Science Seal Deliver, 
and another horse that have all come out and won since. So just giving it an, another chance here and probably terrified of um, the Pruska horse who has been in the finish both its last two starts. Yeah. How are you looking at it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with Pruska, one of my, uh, one of my boys. Uh, can't knock winning form and that's two, two from two, last two starts. Yeah. Uh, two from three this prep. First up this prep was pretty good. Um, ran third. Uh, followed that up with two really nice wins, one at Bendigo over 1,300. So it's um, one from one at the track, stepping out the 1,600. The further they go, the further um, it'll improve. Um, look, it's ready for the 1,600 and uh, can't see why it won't win three straight. Fair Main good. danger, um, Jenkins, number three. That's yeah. a knockout chance. Cool. Um, yeah, he had another. I think he had another couple of winners on the weekend. Pruska. Just um, every time he rolls him out these country meetings, just follow him. Yeah, he's going good. Uh, the Phillies, three old Phillies over the thirteen hundred meters, sixty four is race seven. Did you have any thoughts? Yeah, look, I went for the, the more secrets. Won um, its first start. Won uh, really easy, at, easily at Pakenham. Was well backed. Uh, started around the even money, uh, just on pace, and was just way too good. And I expect similar here from the two gate, uh, get up on the pace, and some natural improvement uh, around the four dollars fifty mark. I think it's a nice little bet. Yep, danger for me is Madagascar Miss. Uh, it was a nice win again at Pakenham uh, in Phillies as Phillies maiden grade, but. Well, bolted in um, pretty softly too. It was a nice debut as well, chasing a couple of horses that have... Um, well, we've had some form out of the race. The two that beat at home haven't exactly lit the world on fire, but it was a nice enough debut. Uh, should yeah. get close to control, and um, around $8.50, I think, is the main danger to more secrets. I think, yeah, you've found that one. So the one at the bigger odds... Yeah, I think that's a good little race, though. Um, yeah. I think the horse, horses that run well in that might go on to slightly better. Oh, all these races, all these horses will win races, yeah, I think, um, down the road. So, yeah, two for me there. And I'll keep the roll going because in the last, I think the same colours will win the last uh, over the 1,300 metres again. Uh, Michigan should get control, should roll the front. Mark Zara sticks off a really nice return at Sandown and I think will win the last. Any dad? No, mate. Um... I'll finish with Michigan as well, and I'll be making Michigan race eight, number seven, my best bet of the day. Your value? My value comes up in race six, number seven, excuses, excuses. Uh, and Michigan's my best of the day too, so we'll be late. We'll, we will be waiting for the last for that. I'll make my value Madagascar miss in the same colours. Uh, we'll have a race-to-race double for the Moroni stable. Beaver, anything up north? I uh, can't um, go without giving, <coughs> excuse me, something up north, even though the weekend uh, hurt me a little up north. I was uh, slightly off a couple of seconds, uh, mm. which uh, frustrated me a little bit. But uh, let's see if I can bounce back tomorrow. Race four, number eight, Centre Fire, um, is my first one. My next one comes up in race six, number two, Georgie's Pride. And my last one comes up in the last race of the day, number six, High Master. Very. So I think we've got three winners there for us. Is High Master the one that just ran at Warwick Farm? Yeah, okay. 
change yeah. stables. You're right. Okay. Yeah, it's gone from gone from Sydney straight up there, um, right. which makes it almost a pretty good thing for me. Yes, um, I would have backed it in Sydney next start probably. So I think I'll be getting on that as well. Good job. So for progroupracing.com.au, check them out for their free tips and extensive guides. This has been Show Us Your Tips. Uh, Beaver and I are here twice a week, every week for free on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere good podcasts are found. Good luck tomorrow, mate, and I'll see you later this week yes. for day two Look of the championships, which is actually our uh, our one-year anniversary. That was the first show we did. It was day two of the championships last year. Right? So there you go. I'll buy you a there cake. You go. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, mate. I look forward to it. Yeah, so we'll catch you then. Um, <laughs> the question is, will I get a chance to eat any of it? That's the biggest question, mate. I've got to be able to afford it first, so hopefully I can find a winner or two tomorrow after Saturday. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how we go. Good luck there, and uh, I'll catch you soon. Cheers, mate.